welcome to the History of European Theatre podcast. My name is Philip and thanks for joining me for this interval episode. As you probably know, we have a short pause now on the podcast as I move from the ancient Greeks to the Theatre of Rome. So think of this as standing at the bar, waiting for your drink, or better still, let's say that you've made it through the crush to the bar, even though you didn't make that unseemly dash up the stairs as the curtain fell at the end of the first half and the lights came up. You now have a moment to relax and think about what you've seen and what's to come, and now you can finally look up where you've seen that actor before. Not that I want to distract you from that niggling concern, but this is a good opportunity for me to update you on a few things. I've just created an area for the podcast on patreon.com where you can get some more theatre history audio from me. The Patreon offering will be an additional podcast every two weeks to go deeper into subjects from the main show that I had to pass through more quickly than they deserved. The content will, of course, develop over time and can step outside of the timeline of the main show as appropriate, so we may end up covering all sorts of theatre-related subjects. The first episode I've posted is a discussion of Aristotle's seminal work on dramatic theory, The Poetics. This work has a huge influence on the development of theatre, particularly in the Middle Ages, and although we don't follow all of his advice completely these days, he gives us plenty to think about in his analysis of how tragedy should be structured and what elements it should include. When we talk about catharsis, empathy and the emotional response of the audience, we're discussing some of the ideas that he articulated all those centuries ago, when Menander's popularity was at its height and Alexander the Great was busy conquering the known world. The second patron episode will be the story of the life of Aristotle, which is interesting in itself, intertwined as it was with the rise of Macedon and its empire-building son. Aristotle was an extraordinary character, and it's not without reason that he's thought of as the first polymath. He managed to cram a lot into his lifetime, which didn't always go as planned, and there are certainly some lessons for all of us in that. In addition to the audio files, I've also started posting full transcripts of the podcast episodes produced so far, and I'll keep them up to date in future. If you'd like to read these at your leisure, you will be able to gain access to the PDF files through patreon.com. Access to both the audio and transcript files is for a small monthly fee that will help me to offset some of the costs of running the main podcast shows, which I'm committed to keeping as a free-to-air offering. If this is of interest to you, please go to patreon.com, search for the History of European Theatre podcast and sign up there, and thanks for your support. If you don't need the extra content but would like to leave a token of support, you can also do this at patreon.com or at ko-fi.com. I've put the links to both in the show notes for this episode. While I have you, I wanted to take the opportunity to recommend some things to keep you busy while the podcast is on hiatus. If you're in or near the theatre industry, you will find the Business of Show Business podcast a great listen. Jamie Boddy presents. He's an experienced performer and personal coach, and in his podcast offers very practical advice on how theatre professionals can best promote themselves through their personal brand and organise their time to best effect. Indeed, much of Jamie's advice can be applied outside the industry for any freelancer. He's some great guests who share their journeys to illustrate where they've succeeded in theatre and sometimes where failure has taught them things. It's always an entertaining and informative listen. And although it's completely off-topic here, the best podcast I listened to last year was from the BBC. 13 Minutes to the Moon tells the story of the first moon landing using the NASA recordings of the conversations between astronauts and mission control and interviews with the key players who are still with us. It was originally released to coincide with the 50th anniversary of the moon landings and is both compelling drama and completely factual. I was so enthralled I listened to every episode again as soon as I'd finished it. 
Season 2, following the Apollo 13 mission and the rescue of the crew when disaster struck, is in the same style and is just as compelling. I highly recommend both seasons. As preparation for the podcast, I read a lot of histories and other non-fiction, but I always have some fiction on the go too, for light relief. As I discovered, it can also add some texture to the drier histories. A great example of this is The Children of Jocasta, where Natalie Haynes takes the Oedipus myth and not only retells it from a female perspective, but tells a story full of plausibility, where we can see how it became the myth that Sophocles retold. It's a very enjoyable read, and I have Natalie's most recent book, A Thousand Ships, retelling the Trojan myth from the female perspective on my to-read list. And in the non-fiction vein, Aphrodite and Venus by Bethany Hughes is a short book tracing the history, the idea and the influence of the goddess through history from pre-Greek times to the modern day. It's a great easy read and takes us right through the arc of history. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Ah, there goes your interval bell. You'd best drink up and get back to your seat. For me, it's back to the Romans. Thanks again for your support, and as you know, at any time, you can contact me by email at thoetp at gmail.com or via Twitter at thoetp. I'll be back soon. Mm-hmm.